Brave Podcast Network. Sick of being stuck and uninspired and living in fear? Yeah, me too. That's why I created the Get Your Brave On podcast, because I was looking for something that wasn't a push alert on my phone or a negative news story to start my day. Get Your Brave On is a podcast you can listen to while you're getting ready in the morning, brushing your teeth or putting your makeup on or getting your cardio in. Get exactly the motivation and inspiration you need to silence fear and do one brave thing a day. Make sure that you follow so you don't miss an episode. We start the week off with a topic, an inspiration. Then the next episode is a prayer about that. The third episode of the week, a faith-based meditation. The rest of the week includes stories from listeners just like you on how you're facing fear and getting your brave on. Share yours at 530-4-AMANDA. And I bring you experts to give you advice on how to silence fear when it comes to your faith, family, finances, fitness, and we even get to have some fun. Don't miss an episode. Sign up at getyourbraveon.info and I'll send you my free Brave Life Planner. Another thing you can start your day with instead of negative news. It is a specific plan to boot up your bravery and set your mind on the right things, the good things. And then a daily planner to help you choose one brave thing a day. If you use this every day for 30 days, that's 30 brave things things you've done in a month. Just think of how brave you will be by the end of the year. 365% more brave. Sign up at getyourbraveon.info and make sure you follow the podcast. So glad you're here. Oh, it started with an argument over holiday visitation with the kids and it wasn't pretty the way it ended. So today I want to help you find peace in those moments of conflicts. Welcome to the singlemomlife.com podcast. I'm the host, Amanda Carroll. Well, we're going to talk about five ways you can choose dignity in an undignified situation. Plus an expert parenting tip. Oh man, this is a secret to get your kids to do anything you really need them to do quickly. And I want to pray for you at the end. My guest, my dear friend, Pam Rodriguez. She knows more than me. She's a single mom with four kids. I only have three. I don't know about that. She's also the co-founder of the Destiny Single Moms Group at Destiny Christian Church in Rockland, California. Pam is um, one of those women that I call when I'm about to lose it, when I'm feeling real undignified. And so I think she is here. And I want to let you know that all of these things that I talk about today, this is not because I am perfect and I have it all figured out and I'm preaching to you. Pretty much every one is one I've done and I wish I wouldn't have. Okay. <laughs> yep. This is a cautionary tale. Okay. It started with an argument over holiday visitation with the kids. Oh, yes. That has come up recently. Yes. So uh, what we did, we are having some stress about this. <laughs> I'll just say that. I mean, it was a just downright honest, childish behavior back and forth. And I thought, I want to do better. I have to do better. I can't handle this in my life. I don't want this conflict in my life. And I'm learning that forgiveness is never just like a one and done act that this is a constant daily choice you make against your human instinct. And I think too, it's hard sometimes if the person is not apologizing that we still need to forgive them because it holds us back when we don't forgive them. It hurts our relationship, not only with God, but with our kids, because that's how bitterness creeps in. Yes. 
Um, I think it, it is absolutely a choice. And it's a choice, like you said, we do have to make it every day because Satan is really crafty and we may forgive them yesterday and he's going to hit us again today. Yep. There's something else. There's always going to be something else, right? You have to choose. Yes. So I, I would love for, you know, Pam and I and you as part of our tribe single-mom-love.com and on this podcast, that we could be a tribe of women that choose dignity over our emotions. I fail at that more than I succeed, but I'm working on succeeding at it more. And um, firing off a mean text message in response to another mean text message, it just never feels good. Two wrongs don't make a right. And you might feel good for about two seconds, but then it causes oceans of hurt and regret. And the next couple of days, worse, maybe the next couple of years, you have this continuing. It does. And, you know, I had somebody tell me early on, you know, you don't always have to come to every fight you're invited to. Oh, I like that. And, and it really taught me that even though they might fire off a nasty text, I don't have to respond. I don't have to respond at all. Mm-mm. And, you know, for me, I learned very, very early on that the best way for my ex and I to, to communicate was via text because it, we, we both can get a little heated quickly. And I think texting for us personally gave us the opportunity that it wasn't an off the top of our head response. It, we kind of could let it marinate whatever we were thinking. And, you know, if I was, you know, mad at him, I could say, you know what, I'm not going to respond. I'm going to, not every time, please. No, not <laughs> every time, but I, I try to every time anyway. I love or, that. You don't always have to come to the fight you're invited to, or you don't have to come to every fight you're invited to. Oh yes. That is the way to choose dignity right there. Yeah. I love it. All right. I, I'm going to add a rule. I had five rules to choose dignity in an undignified situation. And now I'm adding six. And I think that should be number one from Pam. You don't always have to come to every fight you're invited to. You don't, because sometimes like, again, the devil knows exactly how to get to each of us. And he will use the person or the situation again and again and again, and hit you from every angle that he can, because you might be okay. Well, he's not going to get me over here with the holidays again but he might say something that we don't think is okay to the kids. And right. that's of course going to ride, you know, yeah. get the mama bear going and, you know, we have to just choose. Yeah. Okay. Is, is this worth the energy and the, the drama that it's going to cause? There's something about the single mom, mama bear. I think, I mean, I, I love the mama bear and there's just something even um, more intense of the single mom, mama bear. Cause oh, she's taken over me a couple times and it's not been pretty. So. <laughs> just, yeah. Oh, me too. Me she's too. not pretty. So how do we choose better dignity, more dignity? Um, one of the rules I came up with, number one, I would love to know what you think about this, Pam is to never put your anger in writing. Cause I know you talked about how you guys choose to text. Yes. Sometimes I feel like it is easier to fire off a text message and you would say something in a text that you would never say something face to face. So, and can I, can I share something that I will do sometimes mm-hmm. because that does work best for us. I will sometimes screenshot it to a friend before I send it and say, you know what, here's where I'm coming from. This is the situation. And I'm not trying to sound, you know, argumentative, but, you know, in that moment, we all can. Right. So I, I sometimes will get another person's perspective, like, hey, you know, how would this come across to you? So if that's the way you communicate, 
you know, like make sure you're not just typing off and then sending it really think about and let, let it marinate what you're saying before you, you know, if that's what you do. Got it. I love this idea. And I think again, the screenshot option can go both ways. Just, just warning you, if you don't, double check what you're sending that anything that you put in writing can't be screenshot and used against you later. (laughs) Do not ever be very careful of what you put in writing. If it's not something you would want your kids or your pastor to read, it is not something that needs to be on your phone. Trust me. I've, I've done it the wrong way. Uh, I've done it the wrong way. Again, every single one of these is a cautionary tale. And the second rule, um, actually, we're up to the third now. The third rule to choose dignity in an undignified situation and dealing with conflict with your ex is wait and then wait some more and then wait again. Yes. In my talking about these responses, when there's something about visitation, when there's something about your mom or something about the kids, oh, we deal with um, losing shoes or losing soccer uniforms at the other house. And it's like, ah, I need this. How could you be so irresponsible is what I want to say. But then I I could do the same thing and make the same mistake. It goes both ways. So before you respond to that email, that comment verbally, that text message, if you feel anger in that moment, that is a big red stop sign that you need to stop and wait and breathe. And you know what I did the wrong way? I um, would wait to respond and then I would make my ex even angrier. And I was trying to calm down myself, but he wanted a response from me from really quick. So if you're feeling that red stop sign of anger, just what I've learned is I just fire off a little message that says, I'm going to get back to you on that. <laughs> so they're not, they're not hot headed when you do finally come up with a way to respond nicely. And then, you know, maybe like just sing some common songs some Jesus music. Yeah. Um, before I, you do that. Something that I feel like God showed me a long time ago too, was anytime something comes up, like a, a conflict with the ex is that I'm, he, I feel like he literally showed me a fork in the road Ooh. and I can choose to go this way and have a fight and, you know, just go for it. Or you can choose to take the high road. And you know what? Sometimes we do have to choose to fight because there are some things that are important enough that we have to, you know, combat for our kids mm-hmm. for, you know, but there are a lot of things that we do just have to choose to let it go and give it to God you know, little things that gets under our skin that is not, you know, of course, a safety issue for your kids or anything like that. Just something that they've done that irritates us. Right. Maybe we just need to let it go. And we don't, it doesn't merit a response of any kind. Mm -hmm. That has saved me a lot of, lot of, lot of grief. Yes. (laughs) I feel like at this point in my life, anytime anything happens with him, I close my eyes and I visualize that fork in the road. And some things it is worth having heated discussions because, right. you know, it matters. Sometimes it's like, you know what? No, I'm not going to get into this with you. No, not today. Not today. Not Satan. today. Satan, not today. <laughs> That's what Pam and I say to encourage each other. You're not going to get the best of me today. A number four rule, I think, to choose dignity in an undignified situation sometimes when there's conflict with your ex is don't talk to the kids about it. I know you want to, I, I, there are times, cause I think single moms, sometimes it, we get a kind of almost, um, like it or not kind of a best friend relationship with some of our children. Cause we're so close to them. I know I am, especially with my oldest daughter 
And I talked to her about stuff that probably a normal mom and daughter don't talk to each other about. And this is one of those things that you can't, because you'll never win. No. It's not a contest. And I found, I grew up with divorced parents as well. And I always found when one of them criticized the other to me, I felt it as a personal criticism. Like this is criticism on me because that's my parent that I love and I'm part of them. We're putting them in an impossible situation Mm -hmm. because it's a lose-lose. Even if they agree that whatever the other parent did is 100% off, like you said, it is, it's like, well, that's my dad though. And I love my dad. Yeah. You know, so it it makes them feel bad. And as moms, we don't want to do that. We don't ever want to to make our kids feel, you know, stuck in the middle, first of all, like they have to be the messenger going back and forth, relaying things or, you know, because like you said, or if they, they start to feel like, oh my gosh, okay, well you hate this person, but that's half me. I agree a hundred percent. Call your mom. Um, you know, your mom will always have your side and just try to not let her her just feed into it, but just call your mom, call your sister, call, call one person. Um, that you can talk to and then then move on. Talk to Jesus and then let's go. The number five way to choose dignity always in an undignified situation or the rule, don't damage any items. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. I have to put that rule in there because allegedly there might have one day been an alleged woman that allegedly cut up um her ex's favorite Battlestar Galactica shirt <laughs> that said um it said I'm not cursing when I say this okay the shirt said frack me and I was very embarrassed by that shirt uh, I mean this alleged woman was very embarrassed yeah, yes the by the shirt and it 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 may have gotten cut up with scissors and it wasn't good. And it wasn't good for many levels because number one, I would, my children, I would get, they would get in so much trouble if they did something like that. And it didn't feel good. It might've felt good for like the five minutes that I spent cutting it up and laughing, but then damaging it just, I was so embarrassed and humiliated at the fact that I had let my anger and my emotions take control of this alleged incident. Right. Um, Amanda, I do want to say something right here. I think, you know, yes, it wasn't okay that you did that. Not telling anybody 100% do not damage, cut up things. If you have cut something up or you burned something or you've done anything like, <laughs> you know, yes, it clearly is not the best choice. But I also think that we don't need to feel condemnation about that because the devil loves to torment us. You're right. And he loves to make us feel horrible about things. Oh, well, you did this bad choice over here, so you're a horrible person. You know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah, you maybe shouldn't have done that. But if you did, you know what? Move on. Make a better choice next time. Don't keep cutting stuff up. <laughs> but I, I don't I just I feel like sometimes, you know, it is so easy because we have so much guilt as single moms. Like oh. I did this and all that. And that's just one more thing for the devil to mess with us. So if you make a mistake, okay, Lord, forgive me, move on. God, your mercies are new every day. Help me to accept that mercy and move forward. Absolutely. Thank you. I feel better. One of the things I also love about um, being able to choose dignity in an undignified situation, I am a competitive person. Okay. Sometimes (laughs) Pam's laughing at me right now. Like it, it, it's, the best part of me and it's the worst part of me all at the same time. 
I have discovered, I find I use my competitiveness in a positive way by being the first to say, I'm sorry. If you have broken rules one through five and you realize you have, like what we were talking about is to own up to it and say, you know what? Sorry, I should not have done that. Um, I know, I know even if you started it, I don't care. Um, we have to own our own emotions. And when your emotions take over in response to circumstances, I think it is up to us to respond with a, a, an apology, a good one, and promise to try harder the next time. Because I have done that. And I have, a, we, the, the reason why I'm doing this podcast started because of an argument about Christmas visitation. And my response, we're both back and forth. And I said, you know what? I'm sorry. I want to do better. Let's take a break and address this tomorrow. Because neither one of us are happy about this situation. And let's just take a break. Sorry for my anger. No. And you know what, and I think that's so good. And I think sometimes it's taking a break and, you know, that's when we can maybe go have a conversation with God. I know I used to have some rather heated conversations with God. I used to walk. I don't as much as I used to, but I used to walk every day right after my ex left and would have conversations with God. And if any of you ever saw me walking, you probably were like, what is wrong with this crazy woman swinging (laughs) her arms around and talking very loudly to a purely nobody. So I I would, I would talk to God and God, this is how I'm feeling today. And this is what he did. And, you know, just give it all to God. And I think sometimes as we get the emotion out of it, it helps with our reaction. And I, I had, I, I'm a cliche person. I love little sayings. I have them up all over my house. And another one that I love, and this has saved me so much grief also is we can't control what people say or do to us. All we can control is how we react to it. Yes. And that's what I own. Yes. So if I own my part, if he's acting crazy, because sometimes they do, sometimes I act crazy, Mm -hmm. I can choose to not respond. And it kind of stops it because he's, you know, if he's yelling and I'm not, then, you know, kind of ends it. So I love it. Pam is just one of my dearest friends in the whole wide world. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for sharing just the intimate dealings of our lives as our single mom life. It's quite the adventure. Again, I want to reiterate to you that all of these things are a cautionary tale. I never want to appear as if I have it all together. (laughs) I'm just sharing you what I've learned, most of it the hard way. So hopefully you don't have to learn it the hard way. Um, Here's what I know. I pinned this up to my um, desk the other day. Uh, Stephen Furtick wrote this. He's a pastor um, of Elevation Church. And he said, God doesn't do greater things exclusively through great people. He does them through anyone who's willing to trust him in greater ways. Oh, that's good. And I want to challenge you today to trust God in greater ways, to have peace with your ex. Imagine being able to peacefully send the kids back and forth. Imagine the peace that's in your home, the peace is in your heart, and the peace that will surround the rest of your life if we are able as a team as our tribe here at singlemomlife.com, not give in to anger and always choose dignity in undignified situations. And I want to pray for you about this. And I want to say a special prayer of forgiveness that we can work on that and a prayer to just believe and declare peace 
over our homes and over our families. But first, I promise to give you on every single podcast, just a a practical single mom tip. And Pam just dropped a bomb of information on me of an idea that she had to encourage her children to keep things clean and encourage their rooms of it had to do something with the password. So I would like for you to share this nugget of knowledge for singlemomlife.com listeners. So it's quite impactful because, you know, our kids love the internet. We don't have cable here at our home. (laughs) We have Netflix and Hulu. So they need, we need the Wi-Fi password to get into all of our computer things. So if we have people that are choosing to not get their chores done, clean their room, etc. I just changed the Wi-Fi password. <gasps> don't get the Wi-Fi password until whatever they need to get done is done. It's fabulous. That is genius. Now I just have to figure out how to do that. Maybe that'll be in the, the next tip in the next uh, Single Mom Life episode. <laughs> that is genius. Okay. Thank you, Pam. And if you don't mind, I would love to pray for us. Yeah. If you could. God... Man, I thank you so much that your mercies are new every single day. And I pray that you, I believe and declare that you are helping us apply those mercies, that grace to the situation that we find ourselves in as single moms with the father of our children, with the grandparents, with all the family, all the extended people, all the situations that we get into that can get very undignified, God. I pray that I believe and declare that you will help us give grace in unreasonable amounts. Like it's the only size that comes in God. And I pray, I believe and declare that you will help us walk the path of forgiveness. If there's any hurt or there's any bitterness, there's so much that we deal with God that you would just begin to erase it. Like it's a chalkboard. You just take your eraser bit by bit and erase all of it. And you'll help us to have a clean slate in our relationships. And I believe and declare God that as long as we are willing, that we can trust you to do greater things in our life and your peace that surpasses all understanding will just blanket over our families, over our children, over our homes and over our hearts. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Pam Rodriguez for joining me on the single mom life podcast. I love you girl. I love you too. Thank you. And if you want more information, um, I've got lots of blogs, prayers, and even more podcasts for you at singlemomlife.com. And if you want, you can just put in your email address and you get a free ebook, 30 Days of Powerful Prayer for the Single Mom. And then you'll get just updates whenever there's a new podcast or there's a blog to encourage you. I'll send you an email and you'll get that. It's totally free. Just put your email there at singlemomlife.com. And while you're there, you can find out more about The Amanda Carroll Show. I have a nationally syndicated show. Um, It's on during pretty much 12 hours every single day. You can find places where you can listen live. It's full of great Christian music and inspiration. Find the complete listing of stations, times near you, and even listen online at amandacarroll.org. I want to leave you with this thought. I know that accomplishing peace seems like a daunting task, but you can do it. Get your brave on. Come celebrate the holidays at the National Army Museum in Alexandria, Virginia. Jump in the VR simulators to ride Santa's jet-powered sleigh or fly over frozen landscape in the Great Glacier Race. Enjoy special deals and discounts at the museum store and cafe every Saturday in December from 3 to 5. And bring your out-of-town friends and family, too, because admission and parking are free. 
Celebrate the holidays at the National Army Museum. A full list of holiday fun is at usarmymuseum.org. That's usarmymuseum.org. If you're hearing this right now, you're probably like, who the heck is this and why are they playing during my favorite podcast? And I get it. I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I do want to introduce myself. My name is Trevor Tyson, and I'm the host of Trevor Talks, where we talk to real people about real topics and real stories. I just want to invite you, if you love podcasts, if you love music, if you love books and love hearing from the people who create it, come check us out at Trevor Talks. Simply go to Google or Life Audio, type in Trevor Talks, and it'll pop on up. Hope you have a great day. Thank you so much for your support of the Get Your Brave On podcast. I'd love to connect with you. Call my hotline anytime and let me know how this podcast is impacting your life and how you're silencing fear at 5304-AMANDA. Let's connect on socials and get more strategies to silence fear every day on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Amanda Carroll Show. And if you want to go deeper, join my Patreon. You can get daily motivations and prayers and meditations and live videos. Just go to getyourbraveon.info and sign up to be a member of the Get Your Brave On tribe. Join our Facebook group too. Just search Get Your Brave On. And I'd be honored if you would follow this podcast and subscribe and even leave a review. That helps more women just like you facing a plot twist find more strategies to silence fear. I'll shout you out in the next episode or even send me an email to amanda at amandacarol.org and tell me how God is using this podcast in your life like Kim did. She said, I just want to thank you for your podcast. I signed up in July and honestly, always deleted your message. (laughs) It's okay. Or sometimes just took a quick glance. But today was different. It was if God was drawing me to really take a look at it. And I did. After downloading the app to get a podcast, I went back and clicked on the prayer. As I stood in my bathroom, brushing my teeth, the words just filled the room with a peacefulness. It came over me and it was like a weight had been lifted. The stress of living with a few disabilities and being on long medical leave from work for over a year and the stress of trying to go back to work with homeschooling two kids, I was keeping it all in. I just wanted to know how much you make a difference. I even shared your podcast with my mom, cousin, and brother, (laughs) even though he's not a lady. He's going through a tough time and wanted him to hear the prayer. So bless you. Bless you. I am so thankful that God used this in your life. You're my why. I'm honored to hear from you. I'd love to hear from you. Reach out anytime. All the links are in the show notes. And I love the idea of you listening to the episodes while you're brushing your teeth. I actually think it's perfect. Start your day with me. Just make sure you follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Get your brave on.